Safe Space. I'm your host, Nicola Barrow, here with host Dan Lambshed, episode seven of season two. Dan, mate. It's been a long going? time. It's been a, it's been a long time. We took a hiatus after our hiatus. Yeah, well, uh, it's pretty funny because um, that sixth episode where they're talking about how dedicated we're going we to be. to the course, yeah. I and mean, then, yeah. Look, I mean, we'll, we'll, t- we'll touch on it, but like the life after that last episode got hectic yep. for both of us. I would refrain from saying busy yes, because it wasn't busy. Because we all have the same 24 hours in a day, as someone told me all we a few have weeks to ago. <laughs> decide is what to do with the time that's given to us, hey? Amen. Amen to that. Thanks, um, but sometimes people have more 24 hours in a day than I do. So yeah. <laughs> I like to sleep a lot longer. So. I, you know what? I found that I recently, because obviously like I usually get up at 4.30 yep. every work day. Yep. The last two weekends I've slept in on like my weekends till like 8, 9 o'clock. <sighs> I, and I've, I haven't done that in probably three or four years, like yeah. consistently. Yeah. So my body was definitely telling me <laughs> I yeah. need to sleep. But uh, look, we, we wanted to come back bad. Like it, it, I don't think it's been a thing of like, we're not overdoing the podcast no. or anything, but it just sort of, we just ran into life, like a life wall sort of hit us yeah. pretty hard after that, that episode. We, uh, Obviously, I I believe in what they call seasonal depression <laughs> because I'm just I'm a slob during winter, um, and I definitely feel more lethargic and stuff. But at the same time, we got hit with the lockdown in Brisbane, the COVID lockdown, yeah, another snap lockdown, snap lockdown, which some pretty crazy stuff we'll go into. I guess we can kind of talk about uh, as mm. well. But mm. uh, and there's been uh, things happening in our work lives and stuff that have been pretty full on. Uh, on top of that, but over the last sort of month or so, Dan, how how you been? Oh, I don't know. I I do want to refrain from saying busy. Um, yeah, just kind of. I think just it's been, I guess, a season of kind of figuring out like where I'm headed to next. And we briefly touched on this before the podcast, but we're not gonna get into it because it's. I don't want to divulge any um information about people or whatnot yeah yeah exactly yeah but yeah kind of just setting my sights on what i want to do next in regards to work life yeah um in regards to just my personal life as well um so it's been a lot of that kind of kind of getting over i guess kind of figuring out my insecurities for where i like that's stopping me from what i want to achieve and kind of like facing them you know what i mean yeah um, and being like, okay, I want to get to here. I'm afraid of this. So how do I get around that? And I guess yeah, this month sure. has been a lot of kind of like, oh shit. Like those, those sorts there's, of, there's actually that things that, that I'm yeah, scared yeah. of about that trains coming into yeah. station. Sort yeah, of thing, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like uncertainty, I guess. Yeah. So just coming face to face with a lot of that and, um, working out how to overcome that, I guess, be a bit yeah. of a man about it. And how's your, um, your, how's your alcohol free period go? It was actually good. Yeah. So I didn't make the full month. That's still pretty yeah. good though. Um, you, did so I did I talk about this on the podcast or did I? I don't know if you... No, no, no. no. You no. didn't talk about alcohol free, but you were talking about things you were deciding to... Like yes. You were saying like no porn and stuff. And Yeah. So I just... After that, I had a few rough weekends on the grog, like just big <laughs> weekends. Yeah. Um, and I said to myself, I'm like, I'm just going to try a month free, no alcohol. Yeah. 
and I picked the worst time to do it because that fo- that first week we won a TRL um, grand final, grand final, yeah. and everyone went to the bar after I ordering saw, beers. I saw your uh, Insta story, yeah, and I'm <laughs> and I've gone up to the counter. I'm like, do you guys sell pub squash? <laughs> like feeling like the biggest dick. Someone, who, literally, the only person just such a asking bitch. for pub squash. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that next day we had state of origin. That was the big one. That was the one yeah. that shocked, not shocked me in a bad way, but I was like, the fact that you are framed because obviously a friend of us and friend of the podcast uh, teabagged Kurt Ensby <laughs> and I were on the grog hard that night. And we was, were going, yeah. and because I mean, like the way Queensland lost to, I feel like you needed to drink needed, to get through yeah. that. <laughs> so I was, I was, I, I admiration mm. for you to get, to get through yeah. that without on the piss. So yeah. So being on the piss, yeah. I um I did that for just over 20 days I'd say and then I had one of my close friends Shannon who are, she always has a, obviously always has a birthday because everyone has a birthday um <laughs> yeah. but I yeah, no, I good. always miss her birthdays like right. I don't know why like I might have been overseas or whatnot or like last year was COVID lockdown yeah. yep but she had a birthday it was like a pub crawl this year um and I was like damn like that's within the month that I said and I talked to my girlfriend about it Cause I was like, I told myself I want to do a month and she's like, I get that. And like, I'm proud of you, but also what's the point of you doing a month if straight after you're just going to just straight back drink on hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you just need to learn to like, I guess, control yourself moderation in moderation. Control. I was like, damn, that's true. She's like, she's like, it's almost like that was the lesson you had to learn yeah, by yeah. the end of it. Like it came through in like day yeah. 20. Yeah. And she's like, you don't have to drink just for the sake of drinking. Which is good. Which I think anyone can learn. She's yeah, like, yeah. 100%. But if it's to celebrate like one of your closest friends' birthdays, yeah, like I think that's fine. And like, do it in moderation. And so, yeah, that was the first time I actually. That's a lie. A couple of days before, we won our <laughs> other TRL grand final, <laughs> and they cracked out beers. It was with the boys who yep. I don't see often, except yep. then. I was like, I've got to. Yeah, you I just have on. one beer. And then that's it. That's all, that's yeah. okay though. Like you, you know, the one beer yeah. it wasn't a big bender. You saved your bender for an occasion that was obviously yeah. Important and to I you and to had a, I had a good time at Shit, my friend's yeah. birthday, and obviously not just because of alcohol, because that's alcoholism. Yeah, <laughs> you just need. Yeah, that's almost but the definition of it. I was yeah. like, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I was like, and I felt good. I'm like moderation. <laughs> I've done this, so it's just learning, learning yeah. curves. So um, it was going all right, yeah, yeah. And you still, you still going to church? You still, yeah. So I hadn't been. I had a couple of weeks not going, like work clash with yeah, it, yeah. Um, spending time with the missus. You yeah. know, got to get all that in. But yeah, still back at it. How's that? How's that been for you? Obviously, coming into what well, what you're saying at a time of uncertainty in your life, are you finding? solace are you finding the answers you're looking for is it good to have that sort of faith to lean back on in those times i guess it's a good you? comfort yeah um like and not in a, not in a way of like that's all it is obviously but it's yeah it's obviously there has to be some form of emotional you know pillow to land on exactly with, with that exactly with, with uh, i guess especially especially with what everyone goes through with these snap lockdowns yep. and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people are like, what the hell? Like, yeah. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Kind of just to have a bit of, I guess, certainty in faith is mm-hmm. nice. Um, but it's also, it's been good because I guess I feel like I am learning, 
I guess philosophically, yep. per se, I'm learning a lot. Not so much from other Christians because I have critiques about yeah, the way I mean, we've been pretty open run. about yeah. <laughs> those critiques, yeah. But I guess just being able to, like, I guess read read bits of the Bible and be like, oh, yeah. I know how I can apply that to my life. Like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, kind of yeah. just, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, so I'm still still getting there, um, but still trying to figure it out and being a bit being. It's pretty humbling. Yeah, because I guess with faith, you kind of realize that you're not the be all and end all. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, um, and that there's so much more to the world and there's so and much more you. that we can care about than just ourselves and just yeah bettering ourselves i guess which yeah. is important but yeah i don't know if any of this makes sense but to me it does no no i think that's the whole point though is that you sort of gravitate uh emotionally logically yeah you know to those things that make sense yeah. to you which which is something I've always sort of not str- well, struggled with, but now I'm, I'm trying to understand more yeah. in the last like year or two is that people will not gravitate to the same things I gravitate towards based exactly. on the logic and understanding of, well, know, of what we learn. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's the whole lot of factors come into that. You know, how have we been brought up? You know, what education oh, system we were under? Like a lot of those things form those, yeah. the way we function belief-wise. So Yeah, exactly. If you're finding the, the answers you need and yeah. or you're, you're at least being able to apply those those things into your life, then shit, man. Like, no one should tell you you can't, you know, exactly. do that. And That's then the, and on the opposite end of the spectrum, I can't you can't tell, tell other people yeah. to do the same. So Yeah, I can merely just tell them my experiences, I guess. 100%. I guess that's yeah. all that the point of life is to share your experience with people. Pretty much. Well, as far as I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like we've kind of, society in general has kind of delved into telling people how they should live yes and it's this one like someone will have one i guess view on life one experience or whatnot that's worked for them that's worked for them the case might not might not essentially work for another one but be like so bent and twisted in their dogma that they're like you have to follow these yeah rules or these it's the same laws. way peterson doesn't work for everyone it's the same way goggins doesn't work for everyone yeah, but I, exactly. love, I love their logic and i love their their principles and what they yeah. stand for in, you know in a self-help sense i guess yeah but i'm also gonna not the, the person who i'm like hey read goggins and all goggins is saying to you is like stop being a soft pussy motherfucker yeah that might not work for someone else but it works on me so you know what i mean like that's it that's exactly it like i have i have a friend who despises Pe- like I know she despises Peterson. I don't know why. But again, like I'm on the opposite spectrum where I'm like, I've learned so much from him. Yeah. Um, but it's not she's not being like, How dare you no, exactly, learn from yeah. him? I, I was watching Peterson on Rogan, like an old clip the other day, and one of the comments was I don't understand how people can't watch at least two hours of Peterson videos and understand that he's actually not a bad human being. Oh, they just, yeah. you know, like anything, you watch the sound bites, you watch the little clips where he, yeah. something he says is taken out of context, like everything else in the world, yep. which kind of weirdly falls into the topic we're, we're discussing <laughs> yeah. today. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's funny how that's like, you know, you listen to someone. I've, and, you know, I feel like I could be the same with like, I've always had an... I don't know why I just randomly thought of this. This, I've always heated with the idea of reading Clementine Ford's book, Boys Will Be Boys. Mm. But there's a pride, there's a pride aspect to me that's like, nah, I don't want to do it because like, I don't agree with how she, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But I was like, well, if I'm going to go around and say these things and be like, it doesn't work, like, I should at least know 
If yeah. I don't like it, why don't why I you like, don't it? like it? Yes. But then I also could be like, I've read the whole book. I'm like, okay, I understand where she's coming from. Yeah. I may not agree with it still, but uh, you know, I think it's more of a pride thing getting in the way. Oh, for sure. For sure. I don't know. It's hard. It's so hard being, because you can be so set in your ways and be like, what I read is what I'm going to believe, but I'm not going to open myself up to anything else. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's been happening. <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> good. But um, yeah, so what are we today talking about cancel culture? A little bit. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's an idea that we sort of wanted to, to less discuss what it is and more why we think it's a problem. I just want to say before we start, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, this is a f- funny situation because my friend who listens to this, Tara, she sent me a while ago like a TikTok video of yeah. <laughs> of like um, private school white boys starting a podcast. And it's like, let's talk about cancel culture. <laughs> and I'm like, this is exactly what we're doing. <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> uh, we went to a private school and here we are talking about two pricks. Pricks. Two absolute two white, white pricks, pricks. <laughs> talking about cancel culture. But I think, yeah. I think with... When people hear the words cancel culture, I don't think people fully understand or they mix up what yeah. cancel culture really is because yeah. I know some people who think like the whole Harvey Weinstein thing is a cancel culture thing. And I was like, no, that's just a man who is, that's a crime. Yeah. He committed a crime. Yeah. That's right. not, that's not, that's, can- just that's yeah, that's, it's, it's sexual. It's assault. not like, it's oh, n- do we cancel him? Do like teeter on the edge? It's yeah. like, no, no, he should, he wasn't canceled. He was prison. convicted for a crime. Yeah. Whereas like I consider cancel culture, something like the Gina Carano thing where she, so that Disney chick, the Disney chick, big, she's in the big, man. So yeah, Gina Carano, crime. for those who don't know, was in the Mandalorian, mm. um, and she was supposed to be in season three or season two. No, season, season three. three. She was supposed to be in season three. And then she tweeted something along the lines of being a Republican in this day and age was like being a Jew in the Holocaust. So like, obviously not like an ideal thing to like, no. it's, it's a weird comparison to make because the difference is, I guess Republicans aren't being tortured and thrown into gas chambers which is like a real fucking thing that That happened happened but it's also it's a statement that's like slightly outlandish it it she's trying to drive a point home that she can't have her political beliefs in this day and age because she gets slandered for having them i think also part of it is you're having your those opinions on a platform that is predominantly used by the left wing anyway yep um cancel culture always seems to really just happen on twitter as well, yeah. as far as I know, the fucking cesspool that is Twitter. <laughs> Twitter needs to be cancelled. Twitter needs to be cancelled. <laughs> the worst part is I had to create a Twitter account for the film review stuff oh. because the company I write for, when that big uh, Facebook ban on news happened, oh, they were yeah. my the company I write for were one of the people who were counted as news. Yeah. So we shifted everything to Twitter and I had to be like, fuck, now I'm going to get a Twitter. So now I just use it for film stuff. And I sometimes, I read even film Twitter's tweets and I'm like, you guys just complain. Mm. Like, Use it for positive shit. Uh, anyway, regardless. So she got... She then... There was backlash for that tweet that yep. she made, which again is like an outlandish thing to say. It's a, yep. weird, it's a weird comparison, but I think the point that she was coming from is that she was saying it's tough to believe the things that I believe politically mm-hmm. without being slandered. Yep. For, the, for that tweet, Disney fired her. 
she got because of that the outcry from yeah. the from the people who were against. I'm not just going to say the left because I'm sure there was other people who. Um, it's it's hard it's hard trying to grasp that concept as well. It like is what yeah. she's saying. I guess from an Australian point of view. <laughs> yeah, uh, because yeah, yeah. like. Shit! What was that? <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I think it was a vacuum. Um, <laughs> vacuum. Scared me so much. Scared the fuck out of me. Um, what was I saying? From an Australian point of view, because like, I guess yes, Australia has its political battles and whatnot, which there's so much that we could touch on, but I seeds at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think it's as extreme. The the division, I guess, is as extreme as it is in America because I've often talked about this is I think in America it feels like everyone is trying to be their own business yeah everyone's trying to right left whatever like they're just trying to make money and so they will I find it hard to like I would say I'm more so conservative not extremely but I find it hard to follow these popular conservative ones I'm like how much of this are you just trying to be crazy out there so you can earn money yeah you yeah know what I, I know mean? what you mean i know what you but mean. yeah so in america it just seems so extreme it's it seems like the most because the only people who are super outwardly spoken about it seem to be either americans or people who are invested in american culture if they aren't in america yeah, so, so like even like like some australian actors or singers or, or public figures who have associations yeah or their money in America seem to be also on exactly. on that bandwagon so f- as well. For us to see that tweet, we can we can see it and be like, "Oh, that's a bit full on." Yeah. And again, I'm not saying like the Jews definitely had it a lot worse. No, but no, no. We're not 100%. we're not seeped into that culture. We're not in America at no. the moment, so we actually don't like we can watch YouTube videos and yep. we're not seeing reactions. But there is a disassociation. Yeah, there's a so big disassociation. I I, I feel like in Australia, I can. To a degree, I'm able to freely share my opinion, my, my, opinion, yeah, my yeah, beliefs. 100%. Cop a bit of backlash from people, but yep. like, I still am able to like have friends who think differently to me. Yeah, absolutely. And not, not like, you know what and I mean? And you know what? I feel like that's probably the case in America as well. I feel like that's probably yeah. normally the standard. And there's just- a Maybe l- not in those weird states like California. Yeah, you know? that's what I was going to say. It's like, it seems like the states where there is a bit more of a- uh, influencer culture, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems to be a bit more like it, it seems to be like uh, if if you're not if you don't think our way, mm. then it's the wrong way, and we won't support slash endorse. And then it goes then to the extreme when then then people start their own sort of civil discourses in their own. And that's when cesspools start on both sides of the camp. You know what I mean? Like that's why we see echo chambers in the left. That's why we see echo chambers in the right because they're the ones who have the vocal Mm. sort of majority on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever the fuck. Whereas like normal people who are down the middle, normally aren't like, we don't share really our political beliefs. No, but on Instagram and Twitter because Instagram and Twitter is my escape. Yeah, exactly. Like is what it should be. I, I don't like, I'm angry, not angry. I'm, 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 I say in brackets, like uh, in uh, you know, the whatever that is. Uh, what are they the again? Bunny ear things. The bunny ear yeah. things. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? I lost my word there for a second. Uh, I say like in the sense of like, I even forgot what I was going to say because now I'm thinking about these fucking bunny ears. But more so in the sense like, I'm stressed out enough with the real world. Yeah. That I go to social media to not be stressed out. Yeah, I got my own shit to worry. I got about. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let alone whereas I think a lot of people 
usually go to those to social media and, and see those things and become even more stressed out and be like, oh no, I, I, I've got to think like this, otherwise people are going to hate me. Well, it's because their identity is invested in their social media yes. avatar, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. So like you it's see, our you see it with persona. TikTok and everything. Like that's that is their personality, and that's pretty much, yeah. So, but that's and then and then sort of the issue then with cancel culture mm. is that now that you are relying on your digital persona to be your personality, yep. when it conflicts with the interests of the consumer, yep. When they're when this person who's said this controversial thing or done this controversial thing, mm. that isn't a crime. First of all, like that's the difference between cancel <laughs> culture. Can- canceling someone for committing a crime is not canceling someone. It's more so just being like you're getting them done person. for a crime. Yeah, canceling someone for saying something that you don't agree with. Yeah, whether it's hate speech or not. Yeah, that's sort of the gray area that you got to like go case by case. Yeah. My biggest thing with that is is the age-old proverb of those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw the first stone. That's it. Because we all have shit yeah. that we've said, that we've done, yeah. that's either online or in private. Like, yeah. literally 100%. no one is perfect. Uh-huh. No We're one human. is fucking... We are human. We make mistakes. We yeah. always... The, the human brain processes things so differently that, like... I think about it like this. You meet someone for the first time and you're all having fun and you say like an off-kilter joke or you say something weird in the situation. That's sort of then an awkward moment and you immediately think, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) That can happen when you're just vigorously typing those 200 and so characters on Twitter or making a video like when you're upset about something on on Instagram. And you can say something that's outlandish and not necessarily in today's terms politically correct yeah you know all you know that will offend someone who has a different belief to you Mm. if you are the first person to go out there and be completely outraged by it and be like we need to cancel this person because they've said something that i don't agree with yeah just fucking your your comeuppance will one day will come back and hit you around the back of the head like it'll be full circle and someone will go like yeah but do you remember that one time you said something that i didn't agree with it's literally it's biblical, man. It really it's is. When the Jews were about to stone Mary, the prostitute, Jesus literally goes, he who is without sin, throw the first stone. There we go. Yep. And that is... And everyone's like... Uh, that's still a lesson now. Exactly. And I think I think the biggest issue with this is as well is because there's such a um, confliction between different views and whatnot. Yep the whole concept of cancelling people straight from what they say is it doesn't allow room for forgiveness or I guess um, redemption or anything. It doesn't allow for people to be like, I am actually uh, sorry, like that was done what I said. Or like repairing, I guess, uh, repairing the bridge between these different views, these different opinions, instead of what cancelling does is it cuts off any point of contact from a different opinion. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? So now you can't mend that yep. because you're like, get off get off Twitter, get off yep. the internet. You don't deserve to be You don't it. deserve the pedestal that we've put you but on. N- yeah, and now it's, now it's like, okay, now we can't learn why they think that way. Yeah. Because we've, canc- we've cut them off. You yep. know what I mean? It's like and that Black Mirror episode. It really is. You know, I was just where they, um, yeah, they blur keep re- them out. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's pretty much like 
there is, it, it seems like business these days, and like, I guess we'll use Disney for an example yeah. because, like, obviously, with the Gina Carano case, that's the most, I mean, it's the most the popular one. Popular, yeah, one of the most relevant ones at the moment, anyway, or in the past few months has been, yeah, is the sense that, like, Disney, Disney aren't necessarily firing her for having those views. Yep. Disney have had problematic people all through their past, yeah. including Walt Disney himself. <laughs> yeah. Like, for fuck's sake, you still have the company named after him and he yeah. was a known racist. Like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? Like, if you're going to, again, throw those stones, don't live in the fucking glass house, stand to your guns and be like, okay, well, was this pro- is this incredibly problematic? Has she said something that's incredibly, incredibly offensive? Like, yeah. whatever. That's their, their job to deal with, not the public's job to deal yep. with. When the public do deal with it, though, and it leads to her firing, it's literally just Disney going like, okay, we need to still make money. This is what the consumer wants. Okay, let's do it. They're not doing it because they don't fucking stand with your opinion. Yeah. It's like the Pride Month thing. Yeah. Those Pride Month memes were fucking amazing. All the businesses change July 1, change your profile picture back to normal, which is so true. They're not doing it because... They don't care. I don't want to say they're not doing it because they don't support Pride Month because... I bet you they do. I bet you they. It's it's a nonchalant thing for them. That's the difference. Yeah, they're just like, okay, we'll capitalize on the fact that it's Pride Month. We'll show our support for Pride Month, and then it's back to business as normal because eleven months of the year is not Pride Month. Well, that's a that's a business world. Is there's it's not ethics running businesses. Shit, no. And it never as has much been. as as much as we wish it was. Yeah, business does. Uh, ethics doesn't run business. Do you remember what it's everyone thought money. an ethics run business was? Coney twenty twelve. And look where the fuck that went. Because <laughs> yeah, it's not out. run by ethics. It's run no. by a madman yes. who had severe mental problems, who wanted to change the world, but also wanted to be a celebrity at the same time. Exactly. And the, and, and don't get me wrong. There probably are groups out there who, who really believe that they run off ethics, but at the same time... That's more so non-for-profit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But business doesn't run on ethics. Yep. Business runs on revenue and what yes. you can do to stay relevant. Exactly. And that's the issue with cancel culture, is that it's giving false power to people who firstly don't deserve it mm. because of their own discretion yeah. and the things they've done di- discre- not discretion digression discernment discernment something oh. they're something shit people are do. shit that's all I'm trying to say yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, they don't deserve that power and also at the same time they they don't run the business mm, it's exactly. up for the business to decide how they want to proceed about things it yep. shouldn't be unless you unless you're like a majority on the board stakeholder yeah who at the same time will probably be like well we still want money yeah that's that's the thing and then on the other side of that cancel culture is is very toxic because people change over time think about the james gunn situation again yeah. another disney one where he in his earlier career and i'm sh- i'm shocked that people found these tweets offensive based on the films and tv shows he did early in his career yeah like he was a schlock horror dude he made really really gross stuff mm. with really weird themes he did a show called pg porn where it was porn stars but in pg rated scenarios and stuff like that <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah. and this, this is the guy who's now Pretty beloved twisted, in dude. the mcu yeah. it's twisted but like that was his yeah that was his demographic like people like that's not a, anything against james Gunn. i really like his work i like his it's more like tarantino films. loves gore exactly James Gunn made a film called Super in which there is ultimately a rape scene where a a woman, it's a great movie, where a woman who like, and this is not throwing anyone on the bus, but a woman who's now played, who's played by Elliot Page, who was then Ellen Page, right, (laughs) uh, has sex with an unwilling Rain Wilson in the film. He's saying no and she still jumps on and 
there's that's, it's a rape scene. Yeah, ultimately, right? That, but yeah. the film the film admits that. Like, it's not like yeah. played overly comedically. It's supposed to be an uncomfortable scene. Yeah, people aren't outlandish about that because it's someone who's a prolific and you know big figure in the trans community. Yeah, in that in that role, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's funny how we sort of pick and choose that cancel culture. Yeah, because when James Gunn was outed. And then fired by Disney, mm. everyone liked him by this point. Everyone loved him. Yeah. So that's why the petitions came back. That's why people were like, no, James Gunn's a good person because he changed over time. Why is society so picky and choosy about who they want to come back and who they don't want to come back if we can have the onus for some people that you can change, that you can grow up from the immaturity of your teenagehood, your early 20s, fuck, even your 30s. Yeah. Because, you know, you're trying to make a name for yourself in an industry or whatever. Yeah. I, it's very interesting that that we, as a society, are very selective with who we want to yeah, that is. help out and, and change and stuff like that. Yeah. It's contradictory. It's, you know what I mean? It, it's quite annoying that we, we have that lack of standard. Yeah, like especially on Twitter. Who decides? Who's the head of all this? No you one. That's I mean? the thing. Like we have been given a false power yeah. through social media that our voice matters. Yeah, but and it, it doesn't. doesn't. It really doesn't. And like and that's not a bad thing. I don't think that's a bad thing at all because I don't think I'm smart enough to have overly smart opinions about things. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I sit here on this podcast with you and we discuss our opinions about it. Yeah. 50% of people might agree, 50% of people will disagree. Yep. There'll be people who think James Gunn should have been cancelled mm. for his tweets. There was tweets about pedophilia, there was tweets about like uh, necrophilia, like all this like fucked up shit. Yeah. But it's like he's changed as a person over yeah, that exactly. time. He even admitted how stupid those, like before this all happened, yeah. admitted how stupid those tweets are. Uh, Kevin Hart and the Oscars controversy dropped by the Oscars because he had a tweet saying that if he ever found his son playing with dollhouses, he beat him for being gay and things like that. You know what I mean? Like it, it was a joke yep. in the early 2010s before the Which translated correct- well back then. It, you know what? It That's exactly funny. the difference. That's it, yep. back in that day. That was comedy. That was funny. Yep. Uh, I was you talking- look at the office that the office wouldn't be made. Dude, there was, Oh like, my God. There was an, there's an SNL office skit that I watched recently called the Japanese office and it's just all the characters in the office just pretending to be Japanese <laughs> doing the accents like doing the like eyes and everything like that's that was comedy and yeah. then as a society we sort of all went together wait a second maybe it's not always fun to pick on culture yeah. and and then it went to the umpteenth degree with cultural appropriation like I yeah. think there's there's another sort of episode in that about the grey areas of cultural appropriation. Yeah, exactly. And what, you, what is acceptable and what's not acceptable, whatever. Yeah. But in the sense of like, comedy changed a lot. Mm. Or, sorry, society's uh, view of comedy changed a lot over the last 10 years. But when those jokes were made that time ago, Kevin Hart, even before he was, he was you know, cancelled for it, had apologised for those tweets already. And the controversy was he refused to apologize again. That's why he was let go from the Oscars. The Oscars said, Which is fair. if you I say think sorry, he needs to apologize again. And that's what he came out and said. He's like, I've already said sorry for this. Like, I, yeah. I, this was a thing in my past that I'm not proud of. Yeah. At the time, it was, it was funny to me. Yeah. And I'm not proud of it. And I'm sorry. And then a few years later, it all resurfaces because the one thing that's worse than the cesspool of Twitter <laughs> who try and cancel these people. 
other people who go out of the way to find those things. Oh, big time. The, the people ten who are scouring through ten years ago, your tweets like, and your Instagram posts. and yeah. That's why Facebook memories is the greatest thing ever invented because I can just delete it. Because, <laughs> yeah. but fuck, I said some fucked up shit when I was 14, <laughs> 15, 16. I go through those memories. I'm like, holy fuck, I wish I didn't say that. Dude, I used to post... Little snippets of emotional song lyrics <laughs> when I was in grade 11. <laughs> and I'm seeing these pop up on Facebook memories. I'm like, what the hell? I was, was an emo, emo little motherfucker. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like so cringe. And because that's we, anyone. We all, that is like, we've spoken about this before. Those are the formative years of you trying to find the things you like yeah. to form your identity. Yeah. And at the same time, especially if you're trying to be a, a person who's liked by your group of friends or by your community or whatever. Yeah. You're going to say things that are going to get you attention the exact same way that people say things now as celebrity to get attention. I think about all the influences, like the fucking Paul brothers and stuff. Yeah. All the dumb shit they've done. But their army of 15-year-old kids is so much louder than the people trying to cancel them. That you know what I mean? Yeah. That the, the kids will always win. That's yeah. why Jake and Logan Paul is still relevant. I think Logan Paul's definitely grown up a bit. I still don't like him. I actually, I'm not a fan of him at all. Yeah. But after his fucking Japanese suicide forest video, yeah, I believe he has grown up. I believe that actually changed him. Yeah. I, I saw the change in him as a person. I think he's still immature. I still think he does dumb stuff, and I think he's actually a pretty smart businessman. Yeah. Compared to his brother. Jake, Pain in the who's the biggest asshole in the world, who yeah. has seen to has never learned from anything, who's still like had his obviously had his youth robbed from him when he was a Disney Channel kid and is trying to still live that in his early twenties. Yeah. Like be a fourteen year old kid. But I'm also not gonna go out of my way to try and cancel him because I don't care about him. <laughs> yeah, I don't it. give two fucks about that's it. it. That's you know the I mean? whole thing is like people's identities are now found online like i was yeah. saying before yeah 100 and so if these people exist to us it's easy to be like oh, I, I literally don't care i've got my own life yeah i have a girlfriend i have my job yep. whatnot but this is their life yep. their life is following these people so yeah they need to have some control in it and then i guess on the flip side with that control bit it is the control that drives these influencers and celebrities to do what they do next. They're going to do whatever they need to do to stay relevant because exactly. it earns them the millions of dollars. And that's the catch-22. Yeah. Is that we don't deserve the power to influence the influencers. Yeah. But we have it. Yeah. In that's that it. sense. And that's it's it. sort of been... It hasn't been... That power hasn't been created by anything but social media. Mm. That's by, by interactive social media. And that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. That we ultimately... It's almost like we're playing a big game of Big Brother. like, And we're Big Brother. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But also at the same time, Big Brother's big brothering us. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a fucked up paradox. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of scary to think about. But that's I think that's the main crux of it is that we don't use this power that has been bestowed upon us mm. well. Not as a, at all. As a social media Not at all society. And that's why cancel culture is so dangerous because yep. we don't know what to do with it. Yep. Then the fact that we've used it for a negative, yep. sometimes a positive, sure. So if someone, say a celebrity comes out and says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill everyone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot <laughs> up something or I hate this race or I hate this gender uh, and I genuinely want to see them all fucking die. Yeah, probably cancel. <laughs> yeah, you know, that yeah. makes sense. Like that's, yeah. that's okay. But if someone's tried to make an outlandish joke or someone's lashed out emotionally because, uh, again, the Gina Carano thing, she's obviously incredibly upset that because she has Republican beliefs, yep. which is 
against most of the people who obviously watch The Mandalorian. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? She's upset that she feels vilified for that reason. I'm sure there's a hundred million arguments that can be made for her and just as many that can be made against her. You're obviously not being persecuted like a Jew, but you're also being treated unfairly by the fan base that you are performing for. Yeah. And and that's just going to be like everything in life. Like you're going to have a 50-50 division Mm. on that. But it's unfortunate that we see now the the businesses that do that are succumbing to the cancel culture side of things. Yeah, they're bending the knee really. They're bending the knee because our money talks. That's exactly it. (laughs) They're not not bending the knee to being like, oh, these are people's opinions. But it's like, how can we fill our pockets more? That's... um, And... like, what do you do to change that? Because yeah, I know. it just feels like, especially the internet is just so dumb now. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And like, the biggest, like, all the kids do now are like TikTok videos and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so fucking dumb. There's nothing. Man, if you took, if you took some of the TikToks that kids are making and then making the tweets about cancelling people. Yeah. Fuck, man. It's that glass house situation again. Yeah, exactly. He who, cut, he who sins cast the first stone. Like, where do we go to? How, 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 in your opinion, yeah. what can we do <laughs> oh, fuck. to combat this, I guess? You know what? Because you're not going to... It's like asking a mad gunman to put his gun down. You know what I mean? Like, he already has the intent to do what he does. Yeah. It's just sort of about trying now to be like, how do I stop the next person? from doing it and I think it's as simple as it is and we've driven this point home in many episodes is rather than filling your life with the negativity of things Mm -hmm. fill it with as much positivity as possible yeah that doesn't mean turn a blind eye to the bad things in the world if you feel like you have to to be completely for the justice of something yep and you and you want to dedicate to that cause that's good but try and find the positives in it as well yeah um Surround surround yourself with people who are positive, like you, who aren't the first thing you when you walk into a room. Say, imagine imagine you met all your followers, your Twitter friends, right in a yep. room, like people you've never met before. Yeah, the first thing you're bound to start talking about is all the negative shit that you've been posting about. Oh, we need to cancel this person. We need to cancel this person. Imagine yeah. if you walked into that room and went, "Hey, the sun's out today. It's a really nice day outside, and that's made me happy." And everyone goes, "Oh, yeah, that's true. That's you don't yep. simple positivity like that helps so much more." The other thing is we just need to try and disconnect as much as possible. I was going to say that, just log off. Get the <laughs> fuck off your phone. Yeah. Get off social media. Like it's, and that's, and I've always, I've always felt contradictory saying that because obviously my hobby and my, my second job is to be prevalent on social media with reviews and movies yeah. and things like that. But I usually do rarely use social media for personal stuff. Yeah. That's my brand. That's my business. And I do have to spend a bit of time on it. Yeah. But, but I that's like it. getting away and sort of interacting with people in real life or spending time with my girlfriend or, yeah, you know, just, the, the, you know, the triathlon training last year yeah, really made me a different person. I was the most, probably the most positive I'd been in years. Yeah. It's so, all about just, I guess, building those relationships face to face that yeah. you have. And it's scary. Because yeah. we, it's it's only scary now because we all have social anxiety. Yeah. After eighteen months of being locked media. down, you know, as well, like yeah, and that too, because we're always on. We're, there's always a, a fucking screen between me and the person that I'm talking to. Exactly. Um. And it, yeah, it's not going to be easy, but I mean, like, uh, I think something that sort of 
it's a little bit left field, but I think is sort of relevant. If people haven't seen it yet, need to watch Bo Burnham's Inside. I've I've been clicking over that on Netflix. Dude, watch it. It'll I love his you stuff. You will eh? love it because yeah. no, you will fucking love it. But he brings up a really valid point in the thing about how how the disconnect in isolation was even more prevalent prevalent even before like when we had social media before isolation. Yeah. Who was like it's not good that we rely on this mm. and then it's even worse now that we've had been forced to stay away from people especially in America I guess for like it took him 18 months to do that special and the whole idea was him being isolated and the the mental anguish it, it took on him. It, it's very interesting to sort of see that. I think there's a lot of things, there was a lot of things in that that special that I resonated with yep. and it, it put into visualization and words how I felt about certain things yep. and that's where I'm like, okay, I disconnect is the biggest thing. Yep. Positivity and disconnect yep. is okay. the two things that I think can help this. But it's like anything. It's like Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, this is a, this is a, a uphill battle for a long time before we see any change in this sort of culture. But if there's if people can acknowledge that it's a problem, that's exactly. the start. You know what I mean? And I think practically as well, little things like getting hobbies, as like yeah. what you have your triathlon work. Yep. Um, even your movie reviews. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's in front of a screen, but you're not partaking in social media no it, it, and it's something that like, i find is mentally stimulating as well like analyzing yeah, it before movie, yeah. i guess before you have this idea to cancel people or yep. to be the supreme judge of people's past transgressions how about you just f- focus on fixing yourself up first 100 percent. i think that's the best thing that we can take away from that yeah just build yourself up yeah build yourself up which will influence your immediate circle which will influence that immediate circle which will build and build and build so be the best that you can be and eventually that will resonate and you know what i mean sometimes sometimes that takes a lot of time sometimes it takes money i I think i think one of the cool things to come out of the last sort of two years and, and people working on their mental health has been celebrities who are pretty open about seeing therapists and stuff. Well, Chris, Chris D'Elia, yeah. um, he was one that we should have... He was... Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was the that big was, one we, we wanted to touch on that. Yeah. Where are we at? Uh, it's been... 42. Yeah, so Chris D'Elia, um obviously last year, he got cancelled. He, he was my... got cancelled, yeah. Hands out my favourite comedian. Yeah. Um, it had been brought up that he was apparently... The accusations was he was messaging underage girls. And he was predatory behavior. Predatory behavior. He never actually committed anything. Yeah. But and he did confess that he's like, yes, I did message them, found out their age, and I was like, okay, no, no. Yeah. But he also came out, so he got cancelled, disappeared for ages, probably that just over a year. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Um, and then brought on his congratulations podcast. He admitted he's like like essentially admitted to cheating on his uh, girlfriend who yep. he has a child with now. Yeah. Um, and talked about how he'd been seeing like a sex therapist and everything. And yep. like he was essentially addicted to sex. Yeah. He had a sex addiction. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just being open about that and being like, I had to realize what my issues were Yeah. now. And now he's 
more like he's become successful, successful again. again. Yeah, and it's kind Which of I highly rate. I you know what, and it sort of speaks more volumes to the initial accusations, which yep. he, which is and again a gray area. It obviously doesn't take away from the accusers mm. or the people who think they've who who no, uh, identify all. as victims because they yep. obviously felt victimized. Victimized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like someone. I've I've someone who's older than me was grooming grooming me in a sense, but then again, it was always. The biggest thing when he was accused was like, well, what happened to the emails after they admitted their age? Yeah. Like, we never like saw anything they, yeah. after that. Yeah. And, and so people, like, jumped on this huge, huge bandwagon of, of yeah. cancelling him. And at the time, I I was like, I'm unsure. Yeah. Because I wasn't being fed all the information. Like, I was like, I don't know what to think. Because I was the same as you. I really like Chris Lear. I think he's really funny. And I didn't know if this was real or not. Yeah. And then when, it, when he started making his comeback... And I saw his Instagram post pop up and I saw his first congratulations podcast pop up. I was like, oh, this will be interesting. I'm excited to see the the back, not excited, but I was interested to see the backlash that was going to yeah. come. And there, there wasn't. Yeah. Or if there was, it was a very, very small minority of people who were. Yeah. Well, because he was open and honest about Super confronting, confronting yeah. his demons, essentially. Pretty much. So, And it's crazy. And, that, and that's the sort of the redemption factor is the fact that now... And, and then... And then, you know, like, God forbid, a knock on wood or whatever, if anything ever came out about him again, it's sort of that fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you sort yeah. of thing. Because then we'd be like, you were, you were the chosen one. Uh, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, if, if he fucks up again now, yeah, that's, that's on him. Yeah. Because he has had to rebuild not just the trust of the audience who follows him, yep. the trust of the people who who were against him initially, but yeah. the trust of his girlfriend, the trust of the people he worked with and stuff yeah. is sort of like, that's on him now. That's his onus to be a better person, to yeah. come back from cancel culture, a better person. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we should be doing for the people yeah. who, who haven't committed the crime again, yeah. who haven't done anything that's inherently illegal or done anything to maliciously damage someone. Yeah should be given a second chance. A hundred percent. Yes, there are case-by-case scenarios. Like, that's like anything. Like, there can't just be a blanket rule for everyone. Yeah. But the thing is, like, Gina Carano will act again. Yeah. That's the thing. She will come back. The heat will die down. She'll probably realize, yeah, fuck, I probably shouldn't have said that. Like, that was the wrong thing to say. Uh, I'll be more open to how people perceive things. I wish people would be more open to them perceive how I think about things. Um, And as long as it's not fucking anyone up, and then you should have the second chance. And then again, if you fuck up again, that's on you. Yeah. Don't just don't fuck up. Try and be as good of a person <laughs> as you can. And the thing is, people will fuck up. But I feel like once you once you've done it, you're definitely more aware of it. Oh, for <laughs> I sure. Think you're definitely, if you are self aware, you will be more inherently sure. ready to like, you know, watch out for those yeah. fuck ups again. But yeah, Chris Lee is a perfect example of that. And then and like he seems to be in a lot better of a place. Mm. Obviously it's only what we see on social media and his podcast, yeah. which is again, you know, the we don't always know what's going on behind the curtain, but there is somewhat of a, a feeling that he is is working on himself, that he yeah. is seeking to to be a better person and make yeah. up for what he did, uh, and things like that. And and it's always tough to deal with things like you're never going to potentially never going to make it better for the person who initially accused you or the mm, victim of anything no. like that. Like that's that's something they have to also Which live sucks, with yeah. forever. Um, and and it's it's probably easy for me to just sit here and say, but they can also change their lives. They can they can sort themselves out. Yeah, and not they're going to need help. They're going to need support. Yeah. Like this this is probably tough initially as tough for them as well. Oh, but it would be seeing your 
accuser. See, not just not come your back. accuser. Yeah. The one you accused. Yeah. Just come back and yeah. yeah. Rebuild their fame and exactly that would yeah. be hard. It would be really tough. And hopefully, and I, you want to hope that he's reached out to them and been like hundred percent, and and, and sort of been like you kind of hope as well that like yeah. And obviously, I'm not in their shoes, so I don't know. But like, you kind of in a in a dream world, you kind of hope that they're like, I'm glad he's changed. Yep, yep. But that takes that takes a lot of of self-awareness and, and inward control and power yeah. to do that but yeah uh it's, it is it's hard tough. to it's, it's it, tough yeah it's hard to say because we've never had exactly <laughs> i've yeah i've had i am pretty lucky yeah <laughs> like, yeah we're very very lucky yeah. um but at the end of the day it's sort of like if you if you want your life to be surrounded by the controversy of other people's wrongdoings yeah if if you're completely free of transgressions, then go for it, mate. But remember, that's only going to bring more negativity to your life and you should surround it with more positivity. Yeah. Everyone online wants to find a way to bring you down. 100%. It's, it's the power game. It's, it's the power game. It's the greatest power. And we don't deserve it. No, we don't. We don't deserve it at all because we don't know what the fuck to do with it. Exactly. I think all we need to do is just disconnect, focus on ourselves, build yep. ourselves up. 100%. And I guess be kind and love the people around us. Yeah. Make mistakes. Make mistakes and learn, and learn from, from them. them. That's it. That's all I got to say about That's that. That's all I got to say. Speaking of disconnects. Two white pricks pick, talking about cancel two culture. Two white pricks <laughs> talking about cancel culture. <laughs> I love that. I might call that. I might two call white, that the episode. Two, two white, pr- white pricks instead of white chicks. <laughs> two white pricks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, speaking of disconnects, get off your phones or whatever you're listening to us on now and ride a bike. Ride a fuck. You guys have been bike riding lately. Hey, you and I went for a bike ride with the Miso. Yeah. I borrowed her dad's bike oh, and yeah. I'm thinking, I'm rocking up thinking it's like a cruising bike. Yeah, yeah. Because I bought her like a cruiser yeah, bike yeah, for yeah. her birthday. Rocked up. It's, it's a racing bike. <laughs> and so I've got no helmet. I'm bent over these you're, bloody you're, handlebars. Yeah, down in the aero position. My gooch is so yeah, sore. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have, you never get used to it yeah. either. It still hurts. It's and it's still- been like three days since I went for that ride. <laughs> but I do appreciate the fact. That get a comfy bike seat yeah, get and then go bike. on a bike ride. <laughs> Um, but thank you all for, for listening and tuning in. We're excited for this episode. We're keen to, to be back out. more consistently. Keen to be back more consistently. We're going to have a, a string of people yep. lined up for some pretty fun episodes. Like we talked about in the last last episode of the show, we're going to get some really taboo stuff going on this show. But yeah, if you like the episode, obviously subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, if you can rate five stars on iTunes, mm-hmm. that would be great. We do appreciate everyone's support. Uh, and until next time, this has been safe space.